It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Been really looking forward to this particular interview for quite some time. I've been waiting to hear uh, updates about uh, the forthcoming Ashes, etc. And uh, I'm desperately wanting them to go ahead. And uh, the news might be uh, a little bit more positive we're hearing uh, out of uh, Australia and out of England. Uh, and as I said, I'm really looking forward to catching up with this bloke, Ian Healy, uh, one of the greats of Australian cricket, 119 test matches, uh, at which time he achieved 366 catches, 29 stumpings, 168 one-day internationals, uh, four test centuries, a hell of a career, a hell of a career, I have to say, uh, with some of Australia's great players. Heels, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us, mate. Yeah, you're more than welcome, Finley. It's lovely to be with you. And uh, we look back on those careers, don't we, and go, where the hell did that go? <laughs> <laughs> where did the hell go? I mean, uh, yours went straight into the Channel 9 commentary box. Uh, are you missing that environment? Uh, yes, yes, definitely. What what that environment gives us, as you know, more than anyone, is that, that camaraderie that you you crave when you finish a cricket career, um, and you don't have to train physically anymore. <laughs> so uh, you know, without that now, um, I'm I'm missing it since nine lost the rights to the cricket. But uh, you know, you move on, don't you? And uh, how are you enjoying radio? Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm actually loving it. Uh, I was a little bit sceptical about it, but, um, you know, when you get to... I mean, I'm a lot older than you even, so when you get to this ripe old age, you think, yeah, you're ready for or can you handle a new challenge? But so far, so good, mate. Uh, and the news is very good too. I'm hearing uh, about the ashes. Very worried about that, but it's looking good. Yes, it it, it is. Um, and it took a bit more work than I thought it might, you know, Um they had to really uh, come to the party, I'd say, with with some facilities and and the quarantine type uh, work that the team and their partners could do um, if they wanted to be here at Christmas. Which the English players said, "We want our families here at Christmas." So I think that the normal quarantine, I mean, the normal conditions for international people coming into Australia was no families. You couldn't even bring your family. That's what they were mostly concerned about. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, local families and people looking looking to come back home, and they can't, right? So it's a special combination or condition that they could make, that need to make for an international sporting team. So um, they've got it done. They're going to resort them, which I thought would always be the case. You need to really put them in nice conditions, not total lockdown, but lockdown a resort, for example. And it seems that that's been done. It still took 11 hours, I reckon, meetings all day with Joe Root, who asked very good questions and has absolutely led from the front. A very statesman-like performance by him, we're hearing. 
So, so I think it, they, they probably would have come, uh, they might have had to pick, put together a patchwork side of, of non-profile players, but I think it probably in some shape or form might have gone ahead anyway, Heels, if Australia were keen to accept that kind of team. But what, what are we hearing now? That Ben Stokes perhaps might not be here, uh, Josh Butler might not be there, but otherwise pretty much as full strength England uh, they're picking. Yes, um, the, well, the other disappointing um, uh, non non uh, player is Jofra Archer, who's been pulled out with an elbow injury right. after elbow surgery. So when you lose Stokes and Jofra, and and you know the the word about um, Stokes was a bit better yesterday too. Um, so whether you know there was sort of some intimating that he might come out from his break, but but cricket's the least of his worries. If if there's real, you know. Depression or you know average thoughts about your career, you know don't play. Just get get yourself right and take your time. Um, he's such a great player um, that that you know the cricket's the least of his worries. Um, so yeah, they're the only ones we're hearing. Um, we're hearing Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson will lead lead the attack out here. Um, Jimmy started to have some uh, success in Australia with the Kookaburra ball. It's not their favourite. And so they, he really made a concerted effort in his last uh, effort out here, and got he had a five for and he had some some decent performances. But if you come out with that without that concerted effort, it, it might be a little tougher. But they're they're coming apparently and leading the way. So logistically, heels are all going well. They'll they'll take the uh, the ashes around the traditional venues, but and there's a big but here. Uh, can they at the moment? What has to improve for all those five five venues to be used? Oh yeah, well, who knows? You, you, you know, rugby, uh, our international, uh, our domestic comps, the NRL and the AFL got their season done, but it's much more simple than it, than it is in cricket. You know, really strong, long overseas international tours um, with men, women, tests. One-day teams, T20 teams, there's so much to uh, have uh, organised between governments and cricket organisations. So what has to happen, uh, Perth is to be the last test this year, um, and that has mm. to be sort of open again. They're, they're not opening for anyone. They're very happy with their mining royalties and income, whereas Queensland, for example, where I am, very reliant on tourism and businesses are sort of going out the back door much, much faster than other states. So we'll open quicker, um, but we've been, we've been lucky with COVID and quite shut. Um, new South Wales are lifting some restrictions with a new Premier uh, in the last couple of days. As of next week, some restrictions are lifting there and lockdowns are, are sort of uh, being relieved and Victoria is still total lockdown. So... You wouldn't be in either of those two states if it was on now. So, you know, a couple of months' time, we'll see. But Tasmania, South Australia, Queensland at this stage would be available. OK, Heels, let's look at the Australian squad there. We've, you know, we've read reports from across the Tasman, this side, that there might be a little bit of um, an unsettled nature about this Australian cricket squad at the moment. Uh, is that just um, is that built up stuff, or is there, is there any substance behind that? Yeah, there's a lot of substance behind it, and uh, Australian cricket and the team of Australia haven't got a lot of substance behind them on the bench. We're, we're paper thin. Um, I think our top eleven is pretty good, 
Um, but we're, we're not sure of our number five batting position. It's unheard of that Australia hasn't got, say, five number fives waiting to go. Um, but but the, here's the here's the potential issues, and we're not totally sure of the issues. But Warner, in bad form, uh, hasn't he's made two failures for the Sunrisers over there in the IPL and been dropped again. Uh, you know, over there, his his existence in the IPL has been so bumpy over the years. He's been uh, on the bench and not being able to make a team, and then he'd been captain of teams and then dropped as he was a captain. <laughs> like he's been so up and down. So if he's a question mark at the moment leading into the World T20, his opening partner probably will be Will Pukowski, who hasn't probably played any cricket yet in Victoria's lockdown. So, And he's only coming back from shoulder surgery. He, he played last season's Sydney test, did his shoulder. And he's got question marks all over him with mental illness, concussions, and now the shoulder. So they're the opening pair. I think Marnus is a lock. Marnus Labashane has been impressing everyone. Steve Smith, he's over in the IPL, and Ricky Ponting's not playing in, in the Delhi Capitals. Right? So, but and Ricky was quoted last night on TV saying, I've, "He's I've never seen him bat better." So he he's in good form, but he decided to play a young Indian player in the Delhi Capitals team, not not Steve Smith. So that doesn't quite make sense. But Smithy, I'm a, I, I believe Ricky. That says he's in good form. So yep, him number five. We don't know. Like Travis Head might be back. He made a hundred in Shield cricket last week. Uh, the options there are back to Usman Khawaja, um, and then mm. six is our Cameron Green, the new all rounder. Seven, um, let's say Tim Payne, but he's coming out of, out of hospital with neck surgery. They had to go in through the front of his throat and fix a couple of discs at the back of his neck. So he's not back running yet, I believe. Uh, then, then you know, spinning in four quicks, uh, you know, look after themselves. But I want them to bowl better than they did at the end of last summer when India beat us as well. Okay, he'll, I mean, uh, let's talk uh, about Tim Payne's surgery aside, and um, you know, there's. I mean, he loves to scrap, doesn't he? He doesn't want putting himself out there and having a go. Um, and he just he just uh, whets the appetite for what's coming up. Yes, and he he does do that. Now, when they turn the mics up on, on the field, he keeps things going, doesn't he? And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's very funny, and sometimes it's not so good. So uh, on radio, he, he sort of said, you know, the Ashes will be going ahead whether, whether Joe Root's coming or not, you know, and, and, and that sparked beefy in, into saying things over there and, sparked AB to say things out here. He sort of, sort of thought, well, it'll be a real cop-out if England don't bring any team. And that's what England was saying. England was saying, we're not going to bring a, a part-time or a, a fresh team, an unknown team. So if the if the top boys don't go, there won't be a team. Now, I, I think that was bad. I, like AB, I would have thought, yeah, get, you know, get an Ashes team together and give these young blokes a go. Um, to to experience what it's all about, so so I thought Eng- England uh, made a mistake there, but Joe Root has papered all o- over all that, and and they're coming. But yeah, Payne, um, he, yeah, he's got to really get this team together, Smithy. You know, it's, that's not a hard job, but that's not an easy job. I mean, because you know, there's not much below them. No, there's not. Um, he won't be involved in the T20 World Cup. Uh, of course. Uh, tell us a wee bit about your, no. your squad and your chances and the form going into that one, Heels. <laughs> yeah, well, the captain's just off his hospital bed. He's had his knee done, uh, Aaron Finch. 
he's over there. He's okay, apparently. He's, o- he's okay. Did he do that in New Zealand? Um, he might have, yeah. I think he... No, it was Caribbean. It was Caribbean. Um, and um, so, so knee operation, Finchie's over there. So Warner, Smith... Maxwell has been in really pretty good form in the IPL, so they're expecting him to be good. Um, what well, to me, we've got a lot of uh, all-rounders, and maybe not enough specialists in this T20. It, it's a format we haven't been very good at, and as you know, India won the first World T20 comp by not even wanting to be there, and so they they didn't overthink anything, and they just went out and had a go and had some fun, and they won the thing, and then they thought, oh, this T20 cricket's not bad. And now they run the world. So I think that's what Australia's got to do. We've just got to use the Marcus Stoinis's of the world, Mitch Marsh is in good form from here in Australia. Um, and then we pick three spinners. We've got Ashton Agar, um, Mitch Webson Oleggi, and I don't even know the other spinner, actually, um, off mm. the top of my head. But there's three spinners in the squad. Uh, and then some specialist quicks, but yeah, I think we're a bits and pieces team who will need to enjoy themselves and not overthink things. Uh, Hills, can I, we've been doing a, a few things uh, on on our show lately about uh, rivalries so on the back of uh, the All Blacks playing the Springboks, Yankees, Red Sox, etc. Just tell us what it's like um, to slap the green, the baggy green on, and play in the Ashes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know, awesome. You'd say, you know, as good as it gets, you know, a little bit. And our era was dominant over England. And so it it, it wasn't, the, the cricketing challenge of our time was the West Indies. So that was a bigger cricketing challenge. So we could really breathe and enjoy the Ashes, I reckon. That's probably what, what we found. We found them most enjoyable. Um, and England didn't mix very much with us for some That was a mistake by them. If you're getting beaten by someone, you need to get into their dressing room and, and find out that, oh, they get nervous too. Um, yeah, they had doubts before the game. Or find out all the things they're going through, just like you. It'll be exactly the same. Um, I tried to go into the Pakistan dressing room in Pakistan once, maybe, and after they beat us in Karachi, and I didn't stay very long because they were sculling milk. They were. It didn't work for me. <laughs> so I, I sort of no. This I don't think we'll ever work these fellas out. Um, but, so I didn't ever go back into the Pakistan dressing room. But that, that's how we found the Ashes. I would have found the Ashes really tough if England were beating us. You know, the crowds can really come down on you hard. Um, and and so since you know early two thousand, Australia in the Ashes have ebbed and flowed. They've They've gone up and down and really wobbled at times. Um, there's been some stunning series, um, which which would have been, you know, very uh, stressful, I reckon. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's now a great cricketing challenge, and that's why it needed to go ahead. Um, it, it, so, uh, yeah, very, you just feel the footsteps. You feel the footsteps of who's played this series before and on particular grounds especially. He was just finally... Uh, uh, um our cricket fans, our sports fans listening in here, uh, I mentioned uh, your illustrious career. A lot of that was spent uh, keeping Deshane warm. Did you have any particular inkling uh, what was coming down at you? How, how, how hard was it to keep to him? Um, were you inside his head? Uh, did you have some sort of sixth sense between you? Because the partnership was legendary. Um, no. Well, 
so you'll know all this, Lance. I'm not really explaining this to you, but for those who probably don't know it, um, Warney was very easy to read, um, and he didn't have great variety in his deliveries. I mean, he had leg spin, Ronan didn't bowl that very much, um, uh, top spinner and, and flipper. And then he had various amounts of leg spin he could put on the ball just by changing the angle of his wrist. And that, that was it. So we knew easily what was coming and what should happen when it bounces. Now, our wicketkeeper's job is to watch what does happen. It's supposed to spin a certain way, but you better watch and just see if it hits a certain part of the ball or a certain part of the pitch that's not spinning as much as others, then it might slide, you know? So that that's what we call natural variation. So my job is to stay ready and watch what does happen, not not predict what's going to happen. Um, his greatest skill was his accuracy, and he could vary that extremely quickly between a left-hander and a right-hander. Or for Graham Gooch, for example, he bowled for hours outside his leg stump, and Gucci would pat him away, pat him away, survive. And then the next minute we'd say, listen, I think we could come over to the off stump now and change your line. Well, Warney could do it the next ball. So a lot of leg spinners have to then work their way over and get a new line established. Warney didn't have that. Right? And then we found out Gucci didn't like it outside off. Oh, you know, it's so difficult when someone's bowling ad- aggressively outside your leg stump for most batsmen, but Gucci could survive that. And then so he was an off-stump man. Um, I, I just think you didn't have to be in Warney's head. He was such a, a cricket um, aficionado. He knew what he sensed, what they're thinking. He, he knew the strategy that he should apply right now, and he could do it. His accuracy was incredible over long periods. You know, it's unheard of for a leg spinner to be so relentless with accuracy, putting the ball where you don't want it for so long. Um, so, you know, just talking about it, it, it's just an absolute delight for, for him mm-hmm. to be a bowler that I got the wicket keep to. You know, on day one, he could keep it tight for the captain and not give up runs. The quicks could operate down breeze. Then on day five, he could knock you out. Um, and very low level of fitness. You know, Warney would bowl all day in the heat at Perth and keep it tight into the wind but wouldn't run, run around the block for you. You know, he's a classic match toughness. is incredible. Heels, um, look, I could, I could uh, talk for ages about this. We can't, you know, the, the disciplines about radio and advertisements and timings and things. So we've got to leave it at that, mate. But it's been an absolute joy, absolute joy uh, catching up with you on a personal basis. And, uh, and what you've been telling us about the Ashes and Warney is just absolute gold. So uh, thanks for your time this morning, mate. Stay safe over there in uh, lovely Queensland. And let's... Pray that the Ashes goes ahead in its full capacity. Look forward to it. Yeah, my pleasure, Smithy, and I uh, hope the New Zealanders have a good summer too. Yeah, cheers, mate. That's uh, Ian Healy, uh, one of the greats of Australian cricket. And, um, so proud on that baggy green and that combination they were just talking about there with, with Shane Warne. Uh, you're jealous of um, that's being in the right place at the right time and being able to see the game with the best, very best possible seat.